his eardrums were scientifically altered for world peace. His ears are more finely tuned than yours or mine. He can listen to a podcast from a mile away. He is the most dedicated podcast fan in the world. I do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Tanjabong Network. Keep listening, my friends. Welcome to the podcast, Pointless Discussions, a weekly comedy podcast where we pick a topic and try to discuss it. I'm your host, Paul Schroyer, and I'm joined here by my good friend and co-host, Mark Reynolds. How's it going, Mark? I see alive people. You see alive people? Yes. They're everywhere. Well, yeah. And and their day-to-day lives. I just, I see them everywhere I go. Well, I'm fantastic, Mark. Thanks for asking. Good. I'm glad to hear it. So where do you see these live people at? Everywhere, like on the subway or if I go in the subway uh, and get a sandwich. That great Cincinnati subway, you gotta yeah. love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, not in Cincinnati, like in Chicago or New York when I visit those places. You do that often? or Like every weekend. But both places? Yeah. I just take trips and so, I see alive people. All right. So do you fly to Chicago, get on the subway, then go to New York? Yeah, I mean, it's this, the crazy part is they don't even know that they're alive. What? I'm so confused right now, Mark. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. Do we need to take a commercial? I'm, no. We just I'm, started. I'm, I'm just need... getting in the spirits of this week's topic. That's all. Oh, yeah? What's this week's topic, Mark? Improv. It's improv. Yes, it is. And we have a very, very special guest here, uh, Improv Professional from the OTR Improv Group here in Cincinnati, Brady Bunch. How's it going, Brady? It's going well. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, I'm alive. Wait. So, Mark, can you see him? Your full name is Brady Bunch. Yeah, I can see. All right, him. yeah. Alive. Let's get this. Uh-oh, let's yeah. get this over okay. and done with. And there's always there's always one new guy in, in in the room. Mark, you have a question? Yeah your your full name is Brady Bunch. Yes my my birth name is Brady. My middle name is Joe, and my last name is Bunch. My parents did it on purpose. Because they thought they were funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny, actually. Isn't it? Yeah, I know. I love it. Here's the thing about my name. <laughs> it is like a squeaky chair. People notice it, but after a while, people don't believe it. I, I, but it's real, though. It's real. All my life, yeah, yeah. How can you not believe in something that's real? Just like the alive people that I'm constantly seeing. I, I, 
they're real to me. Uh, but do they see you? I would imagine so. They're always asking for help, asking me to do things for them. So I would imagine they can see me. Like what? Yeah, do they proposition you with money? What do they I ask? I mean, sometimes they offer money, sometimes they don't. I mean, they're do just you, always asking for stuff. And do you do said things? Sometimes I do. Depends on how extreme they are. What wouldn't you do? Um, I wouldn't kill someone. You've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, not fun. But, but not for someone that was alive. I wouldn't. Wait, wait. You, <laughs> you killed. You killed someone for someone that was dead. Yes. So dead. So if you need. So if you need somebody dead in your life, you have a dead person contact Mark, <laughs> and then he will kill them. Is that what making them dead? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Or do you kill dead people? No, I kill Whoa. alive people. For dead people. Okay, cool. Ow, man, I'm just trying to think right now. So the dead person. So after you kill them, they're dead, right? Yeah, and then they start bothering me. That's see, that's what I think. So, would so I, it's a lose lose situation either way. Really? So do you just see dead people also? Well, yeah, I do just you... see people. Wow. All the time. Your vision must be very <laughs> crowded. It is. I mean, There's like 12, like 12 individuals in this room right now. I count five. Well, because you can't see dead people. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's, let's, let's focus on the alive people. Okay. So, Brady, you are an improv actor at OTR Improv. That's right. Um, I am a... Uh, an improviser with OTR uh, Improv, or OTRI, as they're also known uh, for. I'm also in a two-man group, The Killer Bees, uh, with my good friend Bobby Moran here in Cincinnati. And, uh, yeah, that's what I do now for improv, my improv fix. And you're originally from California, correct? I, I, I grew up in... Uh, Wenatchee, Washington, in Washington State. Huh. Wenatchee, Washington is the apple capital of the world. The apple capital? The apple capital of the hmm. world, yep. So you go to the store, you, and you get a nice apple. You look at it, it says like Chelan on it or something like that, or Wenatchee. That's where I'm from. Okay. I Good. thought New York City had that title. That's the big apple. What's the difference? The apple capital they have it, more it is, apples. It's like it's like a capital four apples. It doesn't matter if you're big or small. There's just a lot of apples. There's a lot of apples. The capital of apples. Gotcha. Thank you for clarifying. I don't think there's any apples in New York City. Uh, there's got to be I, at least I'm sure one. Well, at the I'm grocery sure. store, maybe, but I don't know, maybe I, I would I would imagine that <laughs> there's got to be at least one. That's really one big. apple. Yeah, it's like a, we, the big one. We had New York, eat. and we like yeah. Where is the big? apple no one knows that's the mystery the unsolved mystery that's why you see everybody walking everywhere they're looking for the big apple (laughs) yeah because it makes sense it makes sense new york must be a crowded place when you go there right right yes it's terrifying how do you move around the apple if it's so big isn't it like in your way constantly Uh, not always yeah Hmm. you're the expert on new york mark you go every no i just go for the subway that's it. Like the the sandwich store. Both. 
both the underground train and the sandwiches yeah because you can get a subway sandwich in the subway in new york i mean you don't yeah, have to see daylight it's like inception huh. mm-hmm. you're eating a subway and a subway. A terrible mm-hmm. movie yeah well no but y- you get the idea <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i hate that movie <laughs> isn't that with uh leonardo dicaprio yeah do you prefer exhibit because he kind of does the rapper yeah like, uh, I heard you like Subway, so we got you the Subway sandwich so you could eat it in the Subway while you're on the Subway. Hmm. Does that? Does he? You've never seen that meme? No. Oh, okay. I don't have Facebook. You have the internet, don't you? No, I don't know what this internet is. Oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, it's amazing. Is it? it Naked is. chicks for days. I just, I had Ernie show me how to use a telegraph, and that's how I've been sending all my emails hmm nobody okay. ever responds no <laughs> the the response time on a telegraph probably pretty slow real slow i probably could call them a lot. so maybe you just need to wait i, I think wait. getting a telegraph would be great though for just like a random business email <laughs> oh yeah like yeah yes come on in hello sir telegraph <laughs> Uh, the Johnson account has moved to 10.30. Stop. Uh, please bring both files, including the blue one. Stop. Uh, your secretary says to stop. Stop. <laughs> Sincerely, your wife. Stop. I don't know how Telegraph works. Right. They, that, stay, they say stop a lot. They do. I, I Even when they don't have to. Right. Right? Because it's like... So do you tap the stop? Or is that just like when they just stop tapping is the stop? No, I think they have to tap out the word or the stop signal. What's the stop sign? An octagon? (laughs) Yeah. So they have to type out an octagon, which is quite hard. That's why they go to telegraph It takes hours, hours to do it. It was like six, seven hours of training to become a telegraph operator. That's it? That's it. For Western Union, I... I worked for him in the early 90s, uh, sending out telegrams, telegraphs. It was a very jaunty time. Uh, then they stopped. People thought it was easier to text message. <laughs> What's the difference between a telegraph and a telegram? Money? Uh, a telegram is what you receive. A telegraph is... What you send? Is uh, You're thinking of telegram? Uh, it's the way that you're sending it is i think the definition so, so what am i what's that thing where like like the western that's union thing that's instagram. oh instagram that's what i'm thinking i thought about. that was where you post pictures online yeah isn't that where you put all your dick pics are you talking about a money gram i put i put yeah. all my dick pics there in a box underneath my bed <laughs> like any red-blooded american man does okay so what you snail mail them to people yeah how do you send them <laughs> to your victims I do. I, I snail mail. I snail mail. Okay. I mean, you know what's funny is I do close all my envelopes with a live snail. So like <gasps> that you, is amazing. Genius. When you said it, I was like, oh, does he's on onto my mo? Did I accidentally send you a dick pic? <laughs> it's a Polaroid, and you can't enlarge a dick pic. I did uh, get a strange one, and I'm still not sure where it came from. Okay, well, that did it have a Christmas you. theme? Yes. Okay, it well, did. that was supposed to be Rudolph sleeping, smelling himself at the same time. I actually got that from the picture. Uh, so Good it, job. It, Great it, job. So it wasn't strange, was it? I, I, it was weird. 
But did you hang it on your fridge like I requested on the front of the card? Yes, I did. Okay. It's still hanging it's there. It's still there. Yeah. Of course, because it never says. But I'm thinking about taking it down and hanging it up next to the goatsy. Okay. I have an well, original goatsy in my living room. You should. You should. I, I would say that this year's Christmas theme is reef. <laughs> you don't want to miss that pucker. If you know what I'm talking about. I recently had some work done. And I'm willing to show it off, okay? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I mean, we all have one, right? Yep. Every well, most of us. I think like there's forty percent. Isn't it? Aren't there sixty percent women now, or something like that? That sounds accurate. And I was talking about both. Oh <laughs> shit! I thought you were talking about penises. My bad. Well, yes, all of yeah, okay, yeah, all of us have buttholes. That's right. At least that's what that well, book, not that all children's of us. No, book They're was. not all of us. Wait. I mean, here's my theory. If, if I can think it, then it probably is, has happened. So somebody has been born without a butthole. I mean. Oh, yeah. On, oh, the yeah. Inter, on the internet. This is why you need the internet. You could actually look it up and say, hey. Has anybody been born without a butthole? Well, I mean, I could always uh, telegraph my friend, uh charles over there at the hospital and ask him and he could let me know maybe or i could hit up you know the public library with the telegraph and Mm -hmm. but it might take two to three months but eventually that's for a burning curiosity like who is my father those are steps that you take for that but who has not been born with a butthole that's not something i'm going to invest time you got to get this internet. It's great. They got dial-up. They got whatever you need. Well, <clears throat> you've kind of sparked my interest. I think we're going to have to go to an old segment we haven't done in a little bit called Barbara Knows Best. I love this segment. And find out if anybody has ever been born without a butthole. Okay. I cause <laughs> Has anyone ever been born without a butthole? Well, she doesn't want to talk to us today, but the first article comes up. From 2011 says, holy crap, Chinese dude lived 55 years without an anus. Mm, there That's you go. a sad life. I don't know what I'd do without my anus. You couldn't ride a bike without a seat. This is true. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. The anus is very important. Or you could, and you could create your own anus. Mm. I'm trying to picture this. So is that it's that's like not that that's difficult. like giving yourself your own tracheotomy? Yeah, but, but just like on a oh, larger scale. I just need, <laughs> okay. Yeah. How can I get my own anus? I don't want to. I can't afford medical bills. <laughs> All so, right. Uh, now I get the picture. So if you don't have an anus, does that mean you don't have like that section of the intestines either? Like, do you have a? Maybe it just colon? stops. Maybe it's like row like row construction. There's like a little sign there, yeah. and a little guy with a. Stop under construction. <laughs> Road closed. I mean, just how, how impacted would you be after fifty-five years of Chinese food, though? Really, if you think about it, right? I mean, because after about an hour and a half, that Chinese food is already out of my system. Right? Yeah, but there, there's far. not much substance to it, though. I don't know about you guys, but sure, whenever but 50, I eat it, but fifty-five years of dust is still fifty-five yeah, years true. of dirt. It is fifty-five years. Mm. I don't know. I feel like at at some point they would have had to have uh, gave him a a poop bag, you know. That's that's true. It's like happy birthday. Here's your here's your poop bag. Here's your poop bag. 
That's I I recently kind of on topic of anuses, I guess. Um, I, I love had to, this topic. I had to go to uh, uh, a proctologist for a hemorrhoid. It's not funny. I know. <laughs> yeah. Was it Nathaniel Butts? No, a uh, uh, real guy, uh, Doctor Lubella. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> Nathaniel Butts is real. Oh, I've uh, met him uh, from a guy named Brady Bunch. I'm pretty sure uh, you know Nathaniel Butts. I've heard every. Oh, I've once my. I kid you not. I've heard everybody tell me every name possible. Uh, that oh, Long Dong. Which was our pharmacist's name in California when we first moved to uh, Anaheim, California. His name was Long Dong? His name was Long Dong. Spelled exactly like that. What about Dick Queef? Dick Queef? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever met a Dick Queef, but I'm sure there's some guy out there going, Yeah! <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Queef. So you went to the proctologist and... Everything turned out all right. Uh, it's good. I had I had a little hemorrhoid that he uh, he called a tag, and he wanted to take it off, so he, he he made an appointment for me, and he gets me in there, and he gets me on the table and stuff, and the nurse is helping, and she's kind of helping spread open my butt cheeks, good right? See, yeah. And I'm looking away, and you know he's he's talking, and he's gonna he's gonna give me an injection, he's gonna give me a shot, and he says to me, he says I. I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to kind of hurt for a second. I'm laying there not knowing that this needle is about ready to penetrate the, the rim of my anus. And as soon as it pierced my anal skin, I guess, if you will, I had, sphincter. yeah, I, 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 I had envisioned my, it was in my escape plan was in full effect in my brain. <laughs> I was already down the emergency stairs next to the elevator. I wasn't going to take the elevator. I was in my car and driving home trying to tell my wife what just happened to me <laughs> as I was thinking about filling out a police report <laughs> when this, when this needle hit me and then, and then it kind of kicked in a little and then he, He's like, oh, it's better. And then he snipped, kind of gave me a little solder and off off the good, you know, huh. all smooth. But, you know, I, I, I know we don't talk a lot, but I'm glad that we brought that topic up. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. My that, butthole. Right. Yeah. Was, it's yeah, always we, good to talk about buttholes for a little bit. It is. It is. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So, Brady, how long have you been doing improv? Uh, I started doing improv in 2004 i believe was the my first class that i that i took in la and and then uh i ended up working for second city in los angeles uh or second city uh on the cruise ships uh for Nor- norwegian cruise lines so I did, I did the cruise ships for them for a while and then yeah then we moved out here with our kids settle down but you can't get away from improv if you love it so so what kind of basics do they teach you in improv classes we'll get into that mark why don't you calm it down a little bit over Sorry. there i know you're I excited you're excited i'm excited brady's falling asleep nope <laughs> nope. nope this is this how i normally look <laughs> sorry if uh my heritage is showing a little bit <laughs> yeah so 
Let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and continue talking about improv. Hi. Are you at home right now thinking, man, I wish I could see what color my poop was. Well, call now, because Bob's Glossary Bags is running a cell. And if you don't have an anus, don't worry. Well, come on over and pop a hole in one for you. $19.95 per month. You can poop like 10% of America. God bless you. Poop freedom. You tired of the general giving you the runaround with his tiny little green hat and his military ways? Come on over to Hippie Insurance. We don't care about if you got a fender bender or whatever. Man, just pay what you can, man. You know, just whatever. We will come over and break your legs, though, if you get in a car accident. But hey, if you like us, you never do. Come on over. Right now. Hello. My name is Dog Licker. Given to me by my master, Sir William the Bladestaff. Do you suffer from zombies invading your luscious garden? Well, call now. We'll come on over and slice those zombies in half right in front of your children. Teaching the proper technique of disposing the zombie genitalia and maybe put on a puppet show with the entrails. Hey, Dog Licker knows what's best for your kids. Call now! 1-800-ZOMBIE! Alright, and we're back. Mark, you, uh, you had a question before the commercial break? Yeah. What was it? I don't know. Oh. Classes? Basics. What basics. are the basics of improv that they teach you in improv classes? I think I, in different schools, there's different schools uh, for improv, like big, you know, the big name schools, Second City, IO, um, Annoyance, um, Comedy Sports is, you know, different styles. Everybody has, I, I think the golden rule of improv is yes and. Okay, so every scene, if if you come out, come out, give me something. Just come with something. And if I say yes and to whatever you give me, then we're going to go somewhere. Right? That but makes if I, sense. But if I throw breaks on it by saying, you come in and saying, there's a zombie apocalypse. And I'm like, no, you're dumb. Uh, uh, shut up. Walk the dog. You know, then like the scene is like, Argh! You know, slam. Yeah. The, you know, nobody wants conflict. So yes, and is, you know, there's a zombie apocalypse. I I know. I, I got the guns loaded. What do you want to do? You want to shoot each other or what? You, I thought we we're gonna kill each other right now. You want to wait this out? Yeah, let's wait it out. That makes sense. So the yes and is like the gold. I would say the golden rule of improv, and different schools will teach you different. Um, styles different you know uh, relationships so would you ever use a no if it could make the joke funnier i i think in in true improv maybe there's not even even a joke in it so i i would say in, in improv yes it's okay to the the no and say no and, and everything 
But if your if your uh, attitude is yes, your attitude is so have a yes attitude a while yes, you're saying no. Basically. Yeah, a yes attitude while you're saying no. Somebody comes in, oh, there's a zombie apocalypse. Uh, oh, oh, hang on, hang on. You just saw a, a bunch of old people, and they're, <laughs> you know, it's Coupon Tuesday. We go through this every Tuesday, you know. That makes the, sense. Then you're yes anding, you know. It's really, yeah. the zombie apocalypse is really now all about these crazy coupon. So you're leading it in a different direction. You you're can, not necessarily saying no. Yeah, you're not denying. You you, you don't want to deny. You don't okay. want to halt the brakes. But you could always lean the scene in certain directions, if you will. You know, I like that. Uh, you know, gentle guidance. If you feel if you have an idea, maybe you can tell the other person in your scene is waning, not knowing exactly what's going to go or what their idea is yet. You know. So, there's two different types of improv, right? Short form and long form. Yes. Yeah. Those are the those are the two. Uh, I, I guess major style. Short form is your whose line is it anyways. Uh, comedy sports here in Cincinnati is all based short, short form games. Um, each game uh, could be, you know, I'll, I'll teach you guys a, a short form improv game right now okay. for the let's, both of you. All right, let's, uh, do it. let's do it. Let's play it. This this game is is called ABC game. Uh, you two gentlemen will be having a conversation a you'd be doing a scene okay um the, the trick to this game is that every sentence that comes out of your mouth must start with the next letter in the alphabet <laughs> for so example uh apples always look so good because they're red okay clearly you get the game Right. Right. Got it. All okay. right. To make it difficult, we'll we'll start uh, in a random uh, on a random <laughs> letter. All right. Just to make it a little bit more difficult. Can so, I write the alphabet out? To, no. Well, okay. Uh, just wing it. Yeah. We'll we'll help you. We'll we'll give you the sound. Are you going to play it? Too? You should be making. I won't be playing it. I'll be helping keep track of the game and call scene. And this is a simple improv game. So you'll okay. be a moderator of sorts. I'll be the moderator, and this okay. is your. Improv scene. Uh, Do you want to start first, let, Mark? First, let me get your okay, random letter. C. All right. Your random letter is C. So whoever starts will start with the letter C, and we'll know that the scene is over when we get to the letter B. I'm glad you guys are all on board. <laughs> All right, here we go. And I'll give you a suggestion to help spark your scene. Okay. Okay. Uh, your suggestion is paper towels. Okay. I think I'm gonna start this off. You, you want to start it? Not, yeah, I got a good okay. start. C C words. I had uh, one too, but go ahead. Cunt licking motherfucker. Don't you hate it when you run out of paper towels? Everybody keeps using my paper towels. Fucking assholes. God damn millennials. H is hard. <laughs> Isn't it though? 
Jokingly so, I would say that it is. Koalas would look better on this packaging. Lions would probably be even better. My mommy used to use these to wipe my ass. Not something I really needed to hear. Please, just look at it. Wait, I jumped a letter. You did, you went in. Okay. M in. P.O. Yeah, okay. So I'm, all right, so I'm... You're O, Paul. Wait, now I would have to do O. Okay. Only if they weren't so rough. Possibly they could be softer. Quiznos sounds really good right about now. Really? I think it does. Let's get some. Stop it, silly. Talking about food? Usually, I use a paper towel with my food. Very, very interesting that you would say that. Why is that interesting? Xylophone. Zootopia was a movie. You forgot a letter. I did? Yeah, I'm terrible. Why? Why? What did you say? Xylophone. Xylophone. You always say the darndest things. Zebra sex. (laughs) Asshole. By the way, this is the most fun I've ever had. And seen. All right. I had a little trouble with the letters there, but... Yeah, me too. And that's that's where the fun is. Uh, Skipping letters. that, (laughs) that, That is fun. I liked it. We lost the topic about no, I feel five like we letters covered the, in. Though. No, I feel like we covered the topic pretty well. Okay. <laughs> I uh, mean, you, you did come back to it when you talked about your food? mommy wiping your ass. And the food. Yeah, I used it with the food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. true, true, See, true. We kept it going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a fun game. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 That's my improv judging, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, coach voice. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, now, how uh, how how could we improve that scene, gentlemen? Well, we could have actually got somebody funny to do it. <laughs> you don't have to be funny in improv. Uh, if we were to play that exact same uh, game again, and this time you had the. The utmost yes and attitude in everything that that you were saying in your scene, you were agreeing to everything. It'd go a lot smoother. Did did we disagree with something? Was there disagreement? In there, it? there was hesitance to agree, and that is a disagreement. Gotcha. Right. I, I I usually hesitate to it, disagree with anything Mark says, so I can well, understand. Well, I can, I can understand why he's <laughs> he's been staring in the corner, but now I remember he sees dead people and alive people and alive. People. I see them all. Yeah. I see all the people. It's the talking to him which throws everybody else off, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Us n- uh, normals, and I am using my fingers in air quotes right now. <laughs> I know people can't it, really see it. Let he's me scratch the microphone. No, I won't do that. But, uh, so how do you know you're the normals and the dead people aren't? Oh, I clearly know that I'm not Okay. normal. That's good. That's I don't good. think anybody in this room could be considered normal. Because being alive doesn't make you normal. That's true. That's Does true. being dead make you normal, or is it the same? I, I would think being dead would... Uh, so, sorry, may I, I know I'm not the expert. I, I don't see dead people, Mark. I'm sorry. 
uh, I would say just like mathematically, there's been more dead people, hasn't there? So yeah. like, you yeah. see more dead people than you see live people. There is a hint of normality in being a dead person. Just a hint. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. About 12%. So, so <laughs> you're you're so you're so constantly bombarded by do they realize that they're from different generations? I mean, I could imagine the generation, uh, you know, hey kid, that's not how we do it in my day. And then like a caveman is like, "Unga," you know, cuz you see so many dead people. Like, yeah, they they really they can tell like when you have like let's say for example millennials compared to victorian era era people mm-hmm. they know that there's a difference there mm-hmm. and they can tell oh well, yeah i, I they don't ever discuss it but, but they know that i'm that pretty sure both there. of them left uh their placentas and umbilical cords on their babies though well this is actually a strange fact and you may not believe it but dead people don't actually have placentas or umbilical cords even if infants die, they disappear. Mm. It doesn't stay with the spirit because it's not part of the body. I, I would think that being a Victorian ghost or spirit, I, I don't want to offend them. I don't know what it's like called. <laughs> Mark, is there a special word uh, like that special we should word for like, what? not call? Go- if I say ghost, is that be like, you know, saying. We're, we're trying to be PC. I'm trying it's, to like. It, it's not a specious term. Okay. But uh, they the disembodied? Prefer, the, no, they prefer the unliving. The unliving. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Not the undead, because that would be... You, that's, no, because that's they zomb- are dead. Yeah, because... Yeah. Yeah. It's the unliving. The unliving. Because they're no longer living. So that that's what they want us to call them? Yeah. So I would think somebody from the, the unliving Victorian age person would look around and be like, Whoa! Whoa! Giant flying bird but like a, a millennial sad as it is like a 16 year old that's dead right now uh they don't even know they're dead do you get phones in heaven or do they have their phones is that part of their no that material belongings do not go with you when you die so they're naked correct I never think it's but I never think I, I never think <laughs> it, I never think it's ghosts as being naked, but right. I guess that would make complete sense. Yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense now that you say it, but yeah, I don't right? think I've ever thought like, about that. Like you think of Casper, but yeah, he's a ghost, but you never think of him as being he's a naked little boy ghost. Yeah. He is. So but is, is they're is not detail? anatomically naked. Okay. That's, that's what you have to remember. So that so, so no penises There's or no breasts detail. or no details. No it's details. Smooth. Translucent, almost? In most cases. Mm. Mm. And I just want to say, uh, Victorian era people hate the hairstyles of millennials. I think we all do. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? That, uh, that's a living I mean, Generation thing. X, yes, we hate them. Generation Y is the man bun. No. No. Is it? We're no, Generation, Generation Y. X. Yeah. We don't know. X, if we had a man buns, because, yeah, because we're kick ass and cool. Uh, Generation it, X was like the. the Baby boomers? Cross. The cross earring. The gold cross. Oh, the earring. George Michael? Yeah. yeah. The. the. I grew up in the George Michael. I, I mean, I'm. Bowl cuts. Sure, sure. A good, a good Caesar. Who right. didn't have a good Caesar? Right. I, uh, rat tails? 
no, no. Not, not everybody would. <laughs> not everybody went down it that road. It depends on how far south of the Mason Dixon you are for that mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. The the yeah, it's. I um, had all three of those. I, I just grew, <laughs> all three of them at the same time. Yes, actually, yes. that is the coolest hairstyle you, I've ever heard you, of. You went, you went bowl cut Caesar to a rat tail back door. Y- yes, and then then I shaved the bowl cut into a mohawk. Mm-hmm. And, and left the rat tail. And left the rat tail. Of course. And then I went, just bangs, everything else shaved, got rid of the rat tail. Oh. Uh, I would have kept the rat tail. It was, yeah. Uh, and, and the- I've got interesting school pictures. Oh, I- Put it that way. I, I, I would uh, I, I would imagine so. <laughs> I would imagine so. Um, Just the bangs, just the little- Just the bangs. The poof. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was just like the bangs here, and then everything, everything was shaved. Everything was shaved. Now, did you style the poof? Like, no, I, I just let it. You just happen. let it. Like, you didn't comb it, or I mean, maybe you combed it, but yeah, it was just there. It's like poof. Yeah. Hey. And I have like real thin hair, so it just kind of hung down. So it was just like bangs hanging there, and and it looked and, like and, I should. And, and like it looked like you missed. It's like it almost looked like you missed a spot while you like yeah. you like you were shaving your head. It's like some Mrs. <laughs> right. Bangs, right? Right. It looked like I I should be playing on a softball team. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's the only hair that does need to be out is underneath the the bill right. of your cap. Right. 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 Yeah. It's just the bangs. It's like, wow, that guy's got a lot of hair. And take off your hat. It's like, nope, no, he does not. Yeah, and I that I and I also kind of look like a lesbian. Sure. I mean, uh, I get that from the build, but I can see the, how the <laughs> how the hairdo would uh, it add, add to, to it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And mascara. <laughs> well, yeah. No, a little bit. It's an addiction. Is it a little bit of mascara addiction? It is. Uh, yeah, I go to meetings on the weekend because of it. Is it is it a meeting or is it is it you just hang at the <laughs> at the cosmetic me. counter at Macy's? Be like, All hey, right. yes. hey, just one more, just one more pass on these little light brows of mine. Yes, I, I like to go there, and then I got to play softball later on with my sisters. It, that would, would just be me. Also, I would go to the makeup counter mm-hmm. and try on the different mascaras, and then I would by go, yourself by myself. That's then, the that's the saddest yeah. how to catch a predator <laughs> <laughs> beginning <laughs> ever. <laughs> Why don't you take a seat? Just take a seat right there. <laughs> and then I would go to the baseball, softball fields by myself and hit a couple balls around. Hit them to yourself? To myself. I would hit them and then I'd run You'd out. Run out and like, oh. And then I'd throw it to first base, but then I'd try to run. And it was pretty pathetic. Yeah. No, it sounds... <laughs> Man, if we had cameras back then. I know, The right? way that we had yeah. cameras now. I mean, I was pretty psyched when I got my first pager. Oh yeah, you ever get the nine nine one one page? Mm-hmm. Yeah, call the, right. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh. Or the eight oh oh eight. You got the boobs, yeah, boob with boob, the five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it. You, you know about pagers, Heather Mark? I did have a pager. Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. I uh, I didn't have it for very long though because I kept getting these weird, like numbers that they weren't the full length of a phone number. But they were just like really weird random numbers and like referring to the boob thing. I tried flipping the page around, looking at it at different angles, and it never spelled anything out. It was just weird random Code. numbers. Those are codes. Codes? What are they codes too? And codes. Well, yeah, some people have like certain, like you know, on your phone, like two is like ABC 
and then three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the letters for, on the numbers. Right, you're yeah. supposed to use the numbers uh, to spell out mm-hmm. a word. Mm-hmm. I thought we, it was we, demons trying <laughs> to contact me, so I got rid of the pager. Well, we had the pagers, and then we had the uh, Dick Tracy decoder rings. Oh, so if only you, I would have had. You one know, of those. if you were savvy, if you will, you could send coded messages on your pager. Huh. I only worked with myself because I was the only one of my <laughs> friends that had the Dick Tracy good decoder ring. So and you were the cool kid. So I would sit in my house and page myself all like all day long, and the pager would be like, <laughs> "Yeah, like, you were oh. the cool kid." And I was like, "Oh, you had a white Motorola pager." Mm-hmm. Those were simpler times. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. Even though everything was more difficult, it was still Extremely. simpler times. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. It was simpler times. We knew we had less information than we have now. Well, yeah, we didn't have the the telegrams back then. Mm-hmm. Well, could, no, we did. Could you imagine <laughs> like getting bad news? Like your parents get slaughtered in a in a like a frontier forest fire Indian attack with some bears or something crazy. Especially if it was like somebody who was like just new to it. So it'd be like your parents stop. Mm-hmm. Were stop mm-hmm. murdered terribly by bears. Stop. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like what? I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. Can you say that again? Could you? Do you have to say the stop? What do you mean? Your mom <laughs> kept yelling stop. I don't <laughs> right. what. Yeah. Uh, I I I I do miss the times when you know it's like oh when I was a kid it was like oh I want to call you better be by your phone so you you had to sit by the phone and and wait for you know your parole officer to call you <laughs> and just be like just sitting by the phone you know right and I just waiting for you to call me and their officer a good fellow it's crazy that phones used to have wires on them mm. cords if you will it's crazy that times. we still refer to our handheld miracle boxes as phones I know, they're really not anymore. They have that capability, but they're not just what, phones. What else would you, what would you name it? What would you call I it? I think he just did, didn't you? Awesome box? Handheld mystery box, or awesome what, box? Yeah, what did you say it was? Whatever I said, trademark it. <laughs> Alright, just put put that on repeat, like we know what we're talking about. We just, just nail it down. Uh, yeah, sometimes I forget what I say when I uh, improvise, which yeah. which is every day. Which right. Is, my, every conversation I have with myself is pure improv. So does improvisate? How would you <laughs> say that word? No, exactly how you said it is how I would say it as well. So Okay, well, that word. Does it become an addiction when you do it too much? Saying the word? <laughs> no. I would imagine. Do, do doing the, it. Doing, doing the, act. the act of improvisation or I, I think I think it. if anything is done too much it can be you can become a sub uh, obsessed yeah I'm talking like you already mark uh, you can you can become obsessed with something or addicted to almost anything like maybe personality wise but yes so short, do you ever go through withdrawals if you don't improvise absolutely yes what yes, does those do. feel like uh, <clears throat> I, I use I use improv as, as a as a way to be creative. A lot of my energy goes into cre- uh, creativity uh, that way. So it feels like I have a buildup. You ever, you ever been like 13 years old and have like a buildup and you don't know exactly what to do about that buildup. 
Yeah. Remember those times? Yeah. And then when you figure Usually it, I just go to sleep mm-hmm. and then it takes you, care of itself. Exactly. Improv's like the same thing. You you just go to watch improv and it just takes care of itself. That's why So you can get your fix from watching it. You don't necessarily have to participate in it. Correct. That's awesome. For me, I I really like watching the discovery when uh, you know it's just because it's brand new. You'll never see the same. You you will never see the same improv show. You'll see you'll see the same sketch show because it is a sketch show. But improv is always new. Uh, it, it doesn't always. It's not always. Doesn't always hit. You know, sometimes sometimes there's joy in watching. The struggle, the, a failed the, improv show, or not a show. Uh, nobody, nobody's in general, or, or, or like a uh, maybe a bad short form game. Yeah, like something really goes wrong with it, but it like the even, one me and Paul just did. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a that's a that's a great ex, that's a great example of a shitty uh, scene. Thank you for bringing it up. I was actually trying to forget about it. Uh, but You're if welcome. you if you want to rehash that train wreck, let's just put a bunch of orphans on the train too, and just really take care of them. That's lot brutal. Of some some bunnies. No, no. So no. Yeah. So something something as simple as forgetting the letter then becomes funny because the audience is invested in in your game and they want you to succeed. So we had so, that going. So for they us, would at least. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Except we went back and changed it, which I guess in a show you would just you just keep, keep rolling going. with it, or you could change it in a show. It doesn't matter. I mean, that was that's the whole part of doing. You never did that game before, right? Right. N- next time when you do that game, you you know the rules and the rhythm because it's just the alphabet. You just have to find the right where you're at. Right. You and know. learn the alphabet. That's that's what my first step right there. Yeah, that's usually a lot of people's first step. <laughs> is is yeah. like that's one of the first things that you do learn yeah, is the alphabet, the right? Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything else that you teach your kids first besides well, maybe breastfeeding. No, Mike. I think most kids you start teaching them the alphabet before you start teaching them how to walk. Well, you don't talk to your kid until they're, <laughs> they're until they're one they, years old. Yeah, if they're not able to, it's walk. like, oh, you could stand on your feet. Well, guess what? Now a, B, C, now buddy. <laughs> yeah. Now it's time to learn some letters. Yeah, Let, let's let's catch up. I think motor skills are more important than letters. Yeah. I think paying the bills is important too. So let's go to a commercial break real fast. <laughs> Are you feeling down? Well, I can't help you, because, hi, I'm Tom. I sell cars. Uh, do, do you need a Malibu? I've got Malibus. They're not really funny, but you could drive them. So, yeah, come on down. I'm, I'm Tom. Hi, I sell cars. Hi. All right, and we're back. So, you mentioned long-form improv earlier. Hang on, I'm just writing down Tom's phone number. Oh, yeah, you should probably get that. He's a he's a pretty good salesman. Man, you go in there, he'll sell you anything. He's got a lot of scions if you need a scion. Who doesn't need a scion? <laughs> Does he have XB in stock? Yeah, yeah. I think he sold Lenny one. He did sell Lenny one. You probably yeah. Day. You don't know Lenny. He's this creepy dude. You don't want to let you don't know Lenny. Lenny. If he's creepy, I probably do know him, which is 
He's, Have you ever been to the mystery hole? In West Virginia? Anstead, West Virginia. Um, I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> well, it's literally a hole in a guy's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not a glory hole. I know you were thinking that. I was. I mean, I, that's the reason why my wife wanted to stop. But it, that wasn't the case. It's a hole in the ground. I think he shits in it, but he says it it creates like a gravity-defying wonder. Or at least that's what the website says. So you wanted your shit to float up? I, I think that's what it does. I think okay. you shit in it, and it shoots it back up your anus. So it's like a re-shitting of sorts. So it's like jet-powered hole? Yeah, it's like a jet power. No, it's gravity. It's just gravity. It's anti-gravity. The anti Yes. It's the opposite of gravity. What's that called? I think he just said it. Anti-gravity. Oh, is it? I don't know. It's got to be a not, cooler it, name for I, it. I, I would think it would be anti-gravity, not anti-gravity. Well, okay. Anti-gravity sounds tomato, like Tomato, tomato. Well, well, I don't know. Anti, <laughs> Anti-gravity sounds like she would be on, like, Miles from Tomorrowland or something. <laughs> oh, who's coming to join us? Oh, oh it's anti-gravity. <laughs> gravity. <laughs> My breastify gravity. <laughs> oh, anti. Right. No, but you can say anti. Sorry. But, yeah, Josh's family got kidnapped by Lenny, and we think they're in the mystery hole. We're not sure. Wouldn't they just be floating at the top of well, yeah. the hole? <laughs> that That yeah. is not a good hiding spot for a bunch of kids, right? I mean, they just pop up. It's like, it's like whack-a-mole. <laughs> right. just, they just keep popping back up. It's like, it's like right. Oh. Huh. I don't think he actually keeps them. In the hole, I think though. he lives in the hole. Not he. I think he just uses it as a form of transportation. Mm. Well, that complicates everything then. <laughs> like a Stargate. Yeah. But remember, we have that tape. We can solve oh. the mystery of the mystery. Right. I, we actually wanted to ask you about this, Brady. Mm-hmm. We have this VHS of the Lion King, mm-hmm. and and on it is a cryptic riddle uh, that has to do with how to activate the teleportation to the mystery hole. We were wondering if maybe you could take a look at it and help decrypt it for us. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all about 90s Disney movies. Uh, who is it? Ah, the little mermaid and the, you know, the penis on the the castles on the cover. Do you did you catch that one? You guys know that one? No, I, I I have seen the glass penis. I heard he got ice. an erection during in, the... in in the Little Mermaid on the cover of the VH Disney yeah. VH the castle the the spires of the castle are penis are clearly circumcised penises. One is clearly a circumcised penis. That's hot. I mean, if you're an animator, you're sitting around drawing a half-naked redhead. And it's, you know, a mermaid, a female mermaid is a lot more beneficial than a male mermaid. Right. If you're into, like, m- like having sex with that male mermaid, right? Right. Like the female mermaid is like, oh, I get to play with your boobs while you give me a blowjob and your fishtail flaps around in the water. Cool. But a male is like, oh, well, maybe he has a really long tongue. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I've so, never seen a merman's tongue, so... Where is a merman's penis? I, maybe internal? Maybe like a It'd salmon? It'd be like a fish, wouldn't it? 
Well, where's a fish's penis? Well, they just uh, like splooge mm-hmm. sperm just into the water. Boom. Never drink mountain water during salmon season. That's, I mean, it's, it is <laughs> What's it taste like? It's yeah. salty. Salty like, mountain water. I mean. Yeah. But I what, thought mountain water was supposed to be crisp. Not during salmon not, season. Not when there's salty sperm. Makes sense. Floating around. Like, you know what sperm tastes like, right? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Why not? You've never tasted your own sperm. I, I've never. I may, I've had accidental contact with my eye socket, maybe a nostril. Never the tongue. Never the Bullshit. mouth. Never. No. There I, is not a man alive that has not tasted his semen at least once. There's a man sitting across <laughs> That's bullshit. the table. You're I, lying. I, I, I can, I You've will, never been curious enough to taste I just told you semen. about getting my anus pierced with a needle. <laughs> I would be pretty honest about saying, oh, I've accidentally had semen. You get a little bit on your finger. You get curious. And you're like, oh, so... <laughs> Oh, so you're saying like a taste test. So you, yeah. you're like, yeah. you know what? I You've am, never taste tested your own brand. Have you ever taste tested your own shit? This curious. Like, it's the same. It's the same. I've, I've to not, me, it's the same thing. It's below yeah. my waist. It, I enjoy shitting. I also enjoy ejaculating. But I don't taste either one of them. <laughs> I don't dip my finger in it, put it on my tongue. But I, some I don't people do. You, but some, to each their own. To each their own. Yes. To each their own. Uh, Paul? But anyways, we're talking about what church, right? What the hell right? happened to this podcast? <laughs> Paul, do you taste your No. I not, mean, not even once? I have, yes. Okay. But, I mean, no, I don't on a regular basis. I don't either. I said once. Everyone has at least once. It was an accident. An accident is not screaming French me right after she gives you a blowjob. That's not an accident. That's... That's incidental at that's, best. That's like... Driving your car through a high school cafeteria during lunch and saying it was an accident. No, that wasn't an accident. You knew those kids were yeah. in there. It wasn't an accident when you were fighting her off your Look, old dick to get, I, a, get a slob. I was acquitted of all of that, okay? So I don't know why we're bringing that up right now. Sorry. Your, your juvenile record has been sponged by a semen sponge. Yes. No, but... If we're going to talk about buttholes, no. No, no, I I think we've talked about enough. (laughs) Is there anything you'd like to plug, Brady? Um, Yeah, if you like uh, buttholes, and and even if you don't like buttholes, come on down to uh, see an OTR improv show uh, here in Cincinnati. Uh, We um, Check us out on Facebook, OTR Improv, all one word. Um... Check me out on Facebook. I'll check you out on Facebook. Whatever. If you know any cool Reddit sites, that's cool. I'm not in the Reddit, so keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh, if you ever like one of the smack Santa Claus <laughs> for Just... what, not bringing you a present in his little Santa house, he promised that in his bag there was a present. But there wasn't. So, mall Santas, beware. I'm keeping my eye out on you. And to everybody else who hasn't tasted their own semen, come on down and see an improv show. <laughs> and if you have tasted your own semen, come You're on down. You're the only one, Brady. <laughs> Either way. It's only you. I, I mean, I may have, like, in some weird, 
like maybe I was in the kitchen and I shot across and I, and I landed on a half-eaten banana and, and then I needed I needed some, some, potassium. some potassium afterwards and I took a bite of that half and I'm like, why is that banana so damn salty? But because I just ejaculated, I wasn't thinking clearly like anybody who dips their finger in their own jizz <laughs> and pretends that it's Cool Whip. It's like oh no, it's clearly not cool whip. <laughs> okay, but what? Oh, it's a school paste. <laughs> what do you? Fi- Actually, it's closer to paste than cool whip. Does it taste like a booger? <laughs> Actually, it does. See another not thing I've never tasted. Not, I've never, <laughs> I have never eaten a bur- booger, so it's not crunchy like a booger. But it's really something's flavor. wrong. Something if your flavor wise, if your sperm very... is so if your sperm is coming out not crunchy, then you need to go <laughs> see a doctor immediately. Wait, your sperm comes out crunchy? My sperm comes out looking like a what's it call it bar? I mean, it is chocolate covered <laughs> crispiness. I mean, nougaty? No, oh, nougat. Wait, is that through a wafer? Through. It's wafer. It's wafer esque. It's wafer esque. I mean, it's got a soft center. It's really soft. I never tasted it though. <laughs> yeah. As amazing as that sounds, and it comes out. You, you watch those videos. How it's made. Yeah. My penis produces a, a wafer-like <laughs> jizz bar, just like one of those how it's done videos, and that's that's how that's how I also became a father. I think I would be more inclined to taste it if it came out looking like a candy bar. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's still my. You should see what my poop looks like. I've never tasted that. <laughs> What's it look like? Uh, have you ever seen a beautiful sunset mixed with a frosty from Wendy's? Yeah, come to, come to my house at five o'clock every night. And I can show you that. Fantastic. All right. Well, we never got got that message decrypted. Sorry, Josh. We'll just have to wait another week to find your family. <laughs> have you tried going home yet? No? All right. I'm sure they're probably just sitting there watching TV. Josh, it's, it's nice to see you, by the way. And Next time, we'll maybe throw some clothes on and we'll have a... <laughs> Yeah, he. he, (laughs) Why is he naked? He's always naked. Why is he naked and not looking for his children? (laughs) We don't know. He's living in a a garbage shack in my backyard. Sure, sure. Right next to the tool shack, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that kitty corner to the? And I say kitty corner, not catty corner. Sorry (laughs) if I threw you off there. Kitty corner. You're talking about how we say anti. Yeah, I know. Anti. Yeah. Right? Craziness. So, yeah, I don't understand. I got another hour why it's kitty corner versus catty corner. We'll have to save that for another podcast. Excellent. If you want random facts, make sure to check out OTR Improv. Yep. I think you guys got a Twitter page also. Uh, I'm sure they got the tweets. They got the Facebook pokes. They got... Uh, I think maybe an Instagram uh, thing. However you want to social media connect us and get get to a show at the door, say, hey, Brady sent me. It won't get you anything special, but <laughs> it make me feel good. Yeah, right? fuck it. Say pointless discussion sent you too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what? I spent, tell them I, tell spent... them I said you get 10% off your ticket. 
Oh, and Mark, you, I would point out that uh, our next show is uh, this Saturday at uh, Below Zero Lounge. It is. Uh, I've actually been there. It's Cincinnati's number one gay bar, and they have amazing cabernet theater. So come on, check out. And drag shows. Yeah, I was going to say, they do. that's the one with the drag show upstairs, right? That's right. Yep. Uh, that place same, is pretty amazing. Yeah, same same spot, and they'll, uh, they'll kick us out for the drag show, but uh, come and see us and do it. All right. Well, that's been it for Pointless Discussions. Uh, thank you, Brady, for being on the show. We'll have to have you out again for sure. It was fun. Um, I'm Paul Schroyer. And I'm Mark Reynolds. Helicopter that dick. Hello. Good night. Like us on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PD underscore podcast and Facebook, Pointless Discussions Podcast. You can always email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com. We would also like to thank OK Go for allowing us to use Here It Goes Again off their 2005 album, Oh No. Usually, everything we talk about ends up going back to this. So, <laughs> Did you record that? <laughs> this episode was edited by Josh Schroyer. Produced by Paul Schroyer. Executive producers Mark Reynolds and Josh Schroyer. This has been a Magic Squirrel production. The squirrel was magic! Superhero Speak promo take one. Get your promo done. So do you read comic books? Do you enjoy comic book movies? Well, then you should be listening to Superhero Speak. What's that, Dave? It is a weekly podcast where we talk about comic book movies, TV shows, cartoons, and all other things comic book related. That sounds great. Who hosts it? Well, I host it. Oh, I'm out. (laughs) We also have Ben. You're one of the hosts. Oh, you lost Okay. We also have John. I'll do well, okay. for money. If John's there, I might show up every once in a while. Yeah. And occasionally we have Christopher Walken. Y- yeah, but once in a while when things are rough on the budget, I might step in and help out. It's a, it's a good thing we have that padding in the budget to have him show up every yes. once in a while. He shows up for Oreos and orange juice. I don't know. <laughs> have you seen his IMDb page? He's He needs the work. <laughs> the Headless Horseman was a hell of a role. Hell of a role. <laughs> If you want a podcast that feels like the conversations that you have in your local comic book shop, then you should check us out on SuperheroSpeak.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Podcasters, I'm going to have to have you redo that entire promo. It wasn't working for me at all. It was the plaid and the uh, stripes, wasn't it? Listen, you had an hour at Mood. I don't know what you did with your time. Uh, mostly slingshotting bow ties. So, Mr. Gunn, what is your favorite comic book? Personally, I like The Adventures of Superman because I, I love that costume. It's so skin tight and it's adequately designed. Have you ever heard of the ambiguously gay duo? I have not. I think you would enjoy them. <laughs> oh, it sounds naughty. <laughs> <laughs> David, you rascal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh.